0: Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Michelle, a lot of times when people stay in this industry for a while, they lose their passion for sports and competition. I can't imagine that that'll ever happen with me. I'm always going to like going to games, and I know that our friend Mike Claiborne is going to be the same way. He's never going to tire of competition, and that's why Mike finds himself in Indianapolis this morning, a great town, and he got a chance to see one of the all-time greats last night. Good morning, Mr. Claiborne on the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. Uh, Good to hear from you in Indy. How's it going?
2: Everything is a okay I have no complaints. And uh, I would just say that the city of Indianapolis is a very interesting city uh, from a sports standpoint and just the downtown. We want to be Indianapolis when we grow up in St. Louis.
0: You got that right. Now, I I want to tell a quick story. Back in 1998, my son was four years old, and I said, hey, this Yankee team is one of the best teams that we're ever going to see. So I drove him across the state to Kansas City to see that Yankee team. And you're in Indianapolis. The Warriors were in Indianapolis last night. I'm presuming that that's why you're there. It wasn't to see the Pacers. (laughs)
2: That's for sure. You know, it's funny because... Uh, the Pacers are doing, they're averaging like maybe anywhere between eight and 10,000 people a night. Last night, you could not, you know, standing room only. Tickets online were insane uh, because of the Golden State Warriors and, and what, and, you know, Steph Curry and the fact they have the best record or one of the best records in the NBA. Uh, it was a very festive atmosphere because of the fact they only go in there one time a year. And I mean, when, when they hit the floor, you would have thought it was a home game for the Warriors.
0: Wow! I was going to ask that, Mike, because I went to a Cleveland game when LeBron was playing for the Cavaliers in Phoenix, and maybe fifty percent of the people there were wearing LeBron jerseys. I was going to ask if yeah. they were all wearing Curry jerseys last night.
2: Again, you had more, they they had more um, Warrior paraphernalia on than you know the home team. And, and, you know, if you're the home team, you say, wait a minute, this is our house. You would not have known that last night, by the way, Warrior fans. And, you know, let's face it. We're all fickle. We have our teams that when they're hot, all of a sudden we're a Bulls fan. All of a sudden we're a Cowboys fan. All of a sudden, you know, you name the team that's winning, then we're that fan with the exception of Patriots. I don't think we'll ever be Patriots fans. (laughs) But bottom line is, last night, uh, and this is what makes great teams great is the following that they have. And you're right. I I bet half the building was Warriors, not
1: Warriors. Well, Claves, we always love to bring you in on our conversation of the day. And Randy and I had an interesting chat earlier about Jack Flaherty and his future with the Cardinals. If you're the Cardinals and you're going to approach him about an extension before his contract expires in 2023, what would be the terms that you would be looking for?
2: Boy, that's a great question. You know, I'm not an advocate of the long-term deal, 10-year deals. Um, you know, I think if you're a young guy, why, why not take a shorter-term deal for a lot of money and then get out of line and do it over again? I mean, that that's the way I would look at it. But, I mean, it, it's one of those situations where, you know, some people want security, they want the money, and I get that. But, I mean, if you're, if you're young and you're really good, you people know, Stack it. Stack it down. And then get back in line again and do it again if you're, if you're a really good player. Now, you run the risk of injury, obviously. But, you know, I, I think that in that situation, short might be better. Because you, you you have a chance to set the market standard again.
1: And obviously, Klaibs, that's more palatable for the Cardinals, too. I mean, if you're in their shoes, if you're wearing Moe's bow tie, what are the terms you're looking for? Maybe five years?
2: Oh, I don't know. I, I, I think something... Yeah, something in that vicinity, because, you know, whenever you do, like, multiple-year deals, I-, I think you have to take into account that player's going to have a good season, then they're going to have a bad season, then you're going to have a season in between. So, you know, you-, you figure if you do five, if you get three very good years, one bad year and one that's so-so, I think I think you walk away with that.
0: Claves, I look from afar and read Jack Flaherty's quotes, and I get the sense that he is highly money motivated. Not that everybody isn't. We we all are. But he is really motivated to set a standard financially, at least in my view, in baseball. You have a great relationship with Jack. Uh, I'm not saying that he doesn't want to win. I'm just saying he's highly motivated by money. Am I on base there?
2: Well, it's a good question that I don't have a definitive answer for. I think that every player wants to be compensated fairly. Uh, but I think that they also, I think in this day and age, with the money that players make, they also want to have a chance to win and be in a winning situation. And, and, you know, I, I think this is a good one in St. Louis. You know, you can, you can sign. How many times have we seen people sign for more money and they go to a place never to be heard from again. Uh, So, you know, I I think in his case, I think you want to win, and you like to win in a a situation that you're comfortable with. So I think this one is as good as any offer he's going to get unless, you know, some team all of a sudden puts together a super team, and that that doesn't necessarily guarantee, uh, you know, the opportunity to to be a, a champion. So, you know, In Jack's case, and again, I can't speak for him on that front, but I I think he's like a lot of other guys—they just want to win, and and when you do, the money follows.
1: For sure. And, clips the Cardinals, part of their identity for a while has been that they have that horse, that ace that not only they want to give the ball to in the big moments, but that understands what it means to be a St. Louis Cardinal. Chris Carpenter passes the baton to Adam Wainwright. Adam Wainwright passes the baton to Jack Flaherty. But if he does, in fact, leave after 2023, who's the guy that you look at in the club or in the system right now that could be that next guy up?
2: I don't know who that guy is right now. I, I think between now and the end of next year, a lot of things can, can take place. Um, you know, you look at the roster, you say, well, I'm not sure. Yeah, I would I be sure if there's that, that ace, but maybe it's Dakota Hudson. Maybe it's a guy that we haven't seen pitch yet. And I, I, that's why I think we just have to kind of wait and see what's out there. One of the great things about the Cardinals is that they have invested a lot in the pitching when it comes to draft choices over the years. And I think that's what makes them competitive is the fact that they've always been able to draft good pitching, whether it's the starters, relievers, and I think they'll continue to do that because, you know, let's face it, pitching is the key to success in baseball. You can go out and have all the home run hitters you want, but if you don't have pitching, you have no chance. And I, I think we we'll just have to set, sit back and wait on that and figure out
0: be next. Mike Claiborne on 101 ESPN and claims tomorrow is national letter of intent day for college football. Luther Burton Jr. Is headed to Mizzou. He will sign when he puts his name on the dotted line. What sort of an impact do you think that can have on the Mizzou football program?
2: Well, it should have a, a legitimate impact, but here's the other thing that I, I've got of to touted, Unless we get an autograph, from some very good linemen tomorrow, Lucas Burden could be out of here in a year or two. You know, this, this team, Missouri, gets beat up up front. I mean, they've had some decent receivers. Tyler Beatty, uh, Beatty, the running back, had a tremendous season. But if you don't have linemen to really define who you are, it doesn't make a difference who else you get. And if you don't think so, look at Alabama. Look at how many linemen that they have go in the first round every year. Now, the, the receivers and backs we all are enamored with, but if you don't have some horses up front, it doesn't make a difference. It doesn't make a
0: difference. And, make a difference. and, and Mike, with the transfer portal such as it is we see a guy like Jamison Williams go from Ohio State to Alabama so if if a player doesn't think he's going to have a chance to win a championship and clearly Jamison Williams didn't think he could be a key part of a championship team in Ohio State if Burden feels that way he's got an easy out now with college football's transfer portal
2: Well, well Randy I agree with you and and I've said this all along Missouri has two years to get this figured out because by year three, if, if Burton third lives up to the expectations, he'll be the next Jamison Williams. He'll go to somewhere that, to where a program has a chance to win a national championship, and he'll be the final piece to that puzzle to some program, whether it's Alabama or Ohio State or somebody else who's been able to prove that they can compete on the highest level. I think you're going to see a lot of good blue-chip players give that school that maybe isn't on that map two years to get it done, They'll go there in their third year. and their fourth year, they'll be in the NFL.
0: Hey, we want people to head on over to Klabe's online. Just go to YouTube and search Klabe's online. And there's a lot of great material up there for people.
2: We have a lot of fun with it. We talk hockey. We're going to have a huddle up with Howard Richards, former first-round pick, Dallas Cowboys, uh, Missouri broadcaster, and a lot of other things. <laughs> uh, but we have him every week, Alex Rio. We have what we call the two-man game with uh, Bob Ramsey and uh, Matt Rocchio, and they just talk strict basketball. I mean, hardcore <laughs> basketball. So we have a lot of fun things on the site every day, and we invite people to just come over and check us out. I'm sure we'll have something for them.
0: Doesn't get any better than that. Claves. always good to hear your voice. Thank you very much. Safe travels, and we'll talk to you soon.
2: Looking forward to you guys. Have a great week.